Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adventures in Parenting. I'm Erin and I'm here with my co-host Jesse. and today we're welcoming our very good friend and colleague Allison to the show. Allison is one of the many incredible librarians we get to work with here at the Patchogue Medford Library and she just happens to be our resident expert on ways to get out and enjoy nature this summer. So thank you so much for joining us today, Allison. Thanks for coming. Thank you. So Jesse, what mm-hmm. do you say when your kids say, I'm bored? Oh, I say, hi, bored. I'm mom. Please go clean your room now. You got time to lean, you got time to clean. You guys know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right, so take it away. Sure. Um, So, Miss Allison, as some of our listeners might know you from the children's department, can you tell us just a little bit about why you're the resident expert on being out in nature? Because I sure am not. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, I am a certified teacher. I taught for a couple of years, and then I got my library degree. And when I was hired here, as a librarian. I was the parenting librarian and would schedule parenting programs. So I tried to stay up on what's going on. And when I started parenting, I remember reading a column in a woman's magazine, uh, talked about the importance of getting your children out in nature every day, regardless of the weather. Mm -hmm. And we always tried to do that. I do have three very active sons. I still believe that everybody needs to be outside and have some unstructured play time to just run and be free and have fun. So I have these experiences with my children, but also in my capacity as I work in the church and we schedule family activities. And I just like to be aware of what's out there. So I've done a, tried to do a lot of investigation. And plus, I like to go there myself and uh, be outside in nature because we know that that is just such a a good thing beneficial to everybody. Yeah, so. I know that that's a huge thing for me personally. My, my family's big on camping. I love going to the beach. That's like where I recharge, kind of mm-hmm. like watch the sunset, maybe have campfire. Um, but I actually did some research in preparation for this podcast. Of course you did. And, um, and according to the American Psychological Association, spending time in nature is like a soothing balm for a busy brain. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have a overly busy brain Mm -hmm. Um, and exposure to nature has actually been linked to like a ton of mental and emotional health benefits including things like improved attention um, lower stress better mood and even upticks in empathy which I thought was and cooperation which is funny which is probably why when my family comes home from a camping trip I feel like I brought home different people (laughs) Um, but even the sounds of nature they have found to be uh, recuperative study participants who listen to like nature sounds like ocean waves and Mm -hmm. crickets and mm-hmm. night woods and things like that um, performed better on demanding cognitive tests than huh. those who listened to urban sounds of traffic and clatter of busy restaurants and all those things. Sure. So mm-hmm. feelings validated. <laughs> <laughs> um. And interestingly, I remember because um, we had some friends. Uh, that we would go camping with, all of us. And I remember reading here at the library when I first started, when people were questioned as to, you know, what memories they had, what they enjoyed together with their family. Camping was way up there. It was was like the number one thing that where people created memories. It's like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's good. (laughs) Like you're always going to have some kind of memory that even if it was horrible at the time, you can't help but look back on it and laugh. And you remember the good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've only been camping, I want to say, three times in my life. Every single time has been horrible. Um, just like rain and mud and freezing cold and, you know, all those things. But you know what? 
I remember them. That's yeah. right. And I laugh about them now, and I'm like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. But they are memories that I have forever. You can um, always find a hidden gem in those. Yes. The, the worse the trip, the, the more rare and beautiful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The more pressure you are under. Gem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long Island's got a lot of really great natural spots to yeah. go, even just for, you don't have to camp overnight, but even just fantastic day trips yeah to take the kids so Allison what are your like top five my top five well I broke them down into um kind of environmental first I put um some forest places Mm -hmm. and one of the places that we took a group here actually in January we went out to Wertheim National Wildlife Refuge and it's in Shirley and they have a beautiful visitor center it's interactive and the children can go see the displays, and it's just very cool and beautiful to see. And it, when the first time I saw it, I thought, uh, this place looks like it belongs on the Blue Ridge Parkway. It's it's really beautiful, and um, it's there by the Carmen's River. There are some trails around the water. From the visitor center, the ranger who did the program with us took us down, and there's a little dock with um, a viewing stand, and we could see lots of birds and things. It was just very peaceful, and the children all with us enjoyed it very much. So I would recommend Wertheim. Is that just walking trails, or do they have bike? Can you go on No, bike? that just would walking. be just walking, okay. yeah. And sometimes, you know, I would recommend, it's probably a good rule of thumb, to always call a place before you go or Mm -hmm. investigate a little bit. I know at times the trails will be closed because of nesting eagles or something. Mm -hmm. But there are a few trails, so probably there will still be one open. And you did that program for the community members here in the winter, right? Yes. And you go in the winter? Yes. So this is year-round natural beauty of Long Island. It is, Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, I have seen a calendar of their program and I had contacted them. They're running a summer camp. There won't be programs that you can attend Mm. as a family, but they normally do run those through the year. So I know they had a groundhog. They didn't wake the groundhog up, but at the end of the month, they had a groundhog program where you could go and meet Holtzville Howell or something. It wasn't Holtzville (laughs) Howell. It should be. (laughs) Mount Vernell or something. Worth I'm Will. Oh, there you go. That's right. Done. They have good programs, too, and, nice. and parents were very complimentary. They liked it a lot. Um, I would also suggest Quag Wildlife Refuge because they have some animals that they're rehabbing. Uh, they're injured animals that can't be released into the wild again, and they have trails also. There's a little pond or lake. I'm not sure which it would be classified, but it seems to me there are a few different trails. Um, they are colored, and you can follow the trail around and have a nice hike with your family. And there's a bench by the lake you can sit and just um, have have some quiet time. Yeah, Yeah. and have a snack. (laughs) Bribe the kids with some goldfish. (laughs) Just come with me on this hike, and then we'll have some goldfish. Sit on the bench. Well, they have a lot of really cute activities that Mm. you can get from there. You can print them from their website, or we actually have, like, to-go kits for quag that you can do, like, a nature bingo and you photo scavenger hunt. So they have lots of things to, like, engage you. It's not Mm -hmm. just the walking part of it, but animal Mm -hmm. spotting and guides and all that kind of cool stuff. So fun. It's interesting because kids today really, it's the gamification of everything, right? Like we don't really allow ourselves to just experience Mm -hmm. that much anymore. Yep. 
But if you do have reluctant kids, those games can be the way to kind of get them in. It's okay for them to be bored. I'm going to say it. It's all right for them to be bored or, you know, to explore, use their own imagination at these places. They don't have to be entertained every second of the day. I would say as far as the beach, um, that's a wonderful environment. And here we're blessed on Long Island to have uh, Fire Island, the Mm -hmm. um, Barrier Beach, and also those on the Great South Bay. Uh, Cory Beach is in Blue Point nearby to here, and that's probably a big favorite. Uh, but I would also suggest if you go a little further, if you're coming from Patchogue and you go a little further west, at the end of Blue Point Avenue is a beach. I'm not sure what they call it now. We always called it the Cove. That's been around a long time, and there was an old hotel there. And there are some remnants of that hotel, an old fountain, and don't know what you would call it stanchions like at the at the opening the the driveway there and that's all going to be restored so I don't know the status of that work but uh, that's also there at the fishing dock so there are several parking spaces and you can walk down on the beach and what's nice about that is that there's a stream that comes if you go quite a ways down the beach but uh, the children can wade in the water and then you have that outflow into the bay It's just a great place. Again, we took a a group of children and uh, their families from the library there. Uh, We've done that the last few years in a library program. We've had a wonderful host. That's Jan. Yeah, Mm -hmm. an educator. And uh, the children draw the seine through the water and pull it up. And there's all kinds of creatures that he identifies. We put them in a, a special scope that they have that... Uh, the children can watch and then we put them in a big pool and we enjoy them and watch them and then we set them free when we're done. But you have one of those trips coming up this summer? I don't have it scheduled yet. It's okay. not this summer. The last couple of years we've done it in September Oh, okay. and I want to contact Jan and set that up. There's two days in September. It's International Coastal Cleanup or something and mm-hmm. then also National Public Lands Day. So I usually try to schedule something on those days just to be out and That's enjoy awesome. nature. Do our part. I'm going to do two quick little library plugs. So just because you mentioned Fire Island, for any of you listening, if you find yourself on Davis Park this summer, we do a story time. Yes. The librarians come over to Davis Park and we'll do a story time on Tuesdays, which I think is family yes, friendly day. Very, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're doing that. And so you can look find those dates in our newsletter. And the other thing is, Allison, if I want to take my kids fishing, but I don't have fishing rods, do you know where I can get fishing rods? <laughs> well, you can get them right at the library. How about that? We have several <laughs> adult poles and several for children. Come and ask for them at the you library. Can visit our mm-hmm. online library of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make reservations for items. We have nets in there. We should get a Zany kit. Yeah. We'd oh, we should cool. We should put that in the library of things. Can you explain? Maybe there's someone else out there that doesn't know what that word is. <laughs> like I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty long. I'm not a good judge of length, but uh, it's a long net. It has weights on the bottom and two sticks on the ends. And so you'll have, um, usually when we go with Jan, he's at one end to give the kids instruction. And they walk through the water. One person stands and the other one comes around so that you can catch all kinds of creatures in there. And um, then you have to raise it up, of course, so the things don't escape. Mm-hmm. And they bring it back out onto the and lay it down on the sand. And uh, you'll see fish hopping and shrimp and crabs, all kinds of things. So fun. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. really that is really cool. Yeah. And a lot of people, when they're going to fish, they will catch the shiners and, or minnows or whatever you call them. They'll get those for bait. Um, 
but we always release things back into the water after we've observed them and enjoyed them. Good to know. So get your fishing poles at the library, and we are going to be going fishing um, at some point this summer. So. Mm-hmm. And I know the village has a snapper derby. Mm-hmm. That's usually the end of August, so lots of opportunities. What else you got for us, Allison? As far as the ocean, I would suggest Jones Beach. And I should have looked up what lot it is, but they have a museum area. Um, it's set up, and the children can do these different centers. There's, I think, bones from whales and uh, all kinds of explains about life in the ocean and on the Barrier Beach, Fire Island. Uh, and that was a favorite of ours when my children were small. My dad would always take us out to Gilgo Beach, I guess, and there was nice playgrounds. And in the mm-hmm. dead of winter, it was oh, wow. freezing cold, but we always took... A yearly trip, I guess, out there. So you can do these things, too, in winter. And that reminds me, um, seals uh, spend their winter heat down here yeah, in the yeah. warmer weather. Mm-hmm. They come from the north. Seal watching. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, there's. and I know there was a place in uh, near there in Jones Beach where we hiked to go see seals. And, of um, course, there's a lot of places out east also. Yeah. Um, and I think we even had a poster. We usually get a poster from the state parks. Mm-hmm. Or, and every weekend they have seal watches, so mm-hmm. that's something to do too. But that's not in the in the summer. So yeah, yeah, I digress. <laughs> it's nice but. to see the seals when they're not performing tricks. <laughs> right, right. That's right. Yeah. Yes, in their, in their natural yes. environment, mm-hmm. just being seals. Um, you mentioned Davis Park. Um, there's also Smith Point is at the ocean, and they have a, a visitor center. It's up in a tower, and it's pretty cool. There's a 360 degree view. So um, if you're there, any time it's very cool to see but um i remember being there at sunset it was beautiful i bet and they have it seems like there's shells and rocks and all kinds of things that the kids could uh touch and and explore and also diagrams and exhibits of things that uh, about the beach and um so that's a that's a place to go i would um recommend that when you go please do not feed the deer Oh, yeah. I know that that's a big issue there Mm -hmm. in Smith Point, and it's not a good idea. Don't feed the deer anywhere. No. No, it's not good for them. It's potentially not good for you. (laughs) We do the the Girl Scout light show at Mm -hmm. Smith Point during the holiday season. And it's almost like people think the deer, uh, like, work there. Like, they're part of the holiday light (laughs) exhibit. (laughs) Because they're taking Christmas cookies and things out of their oh, cars goodness. and, like, oh, no. luring the deer over to the cars. Yeah. And, yeah, it's oh, a little my. crazy. So, yeah, don't. I know yeah. Do Robert not Moses, feed the deer. They have a sign. Like, oh, as you're driving. You go, yeah, that'll be, like, 14 deer were hit by cars this Ugh. year. Don't f- feed the deer. And I'm like, who's still doing this? Yeah. Why? Plenty of people do. Yes, like, that's it's not true. a wild animal worker. Like, that's a real deer that's on the beach. Rudolph. Yes. Um, do you have any places so my little one is a little um, more reserved so do you have any like quiet spaces she tends to get a little overwhelmed sometimes like if we ever take her to like urban air which is I don't know if you're familiar with urban air but not a nature environment not even close (laughs) like the exact opposite but it's just a lot of noise and lights and people and she gets very overwhelmed so a nice quiet spot might be good I would suggest Peconic River Herb Farm there's not a lot to do there but it is a nice walk Mm -hmm. and uh, they do have a little pond it's right there by Peconic River hence the name and there were always turtles there when my boys were younger Mm -hmm. and we would go and watch those and uh, it's just they have a lot of native plants but uh, it's a 
a pleasant place to walk around and just spend some time. And mm -hmm. I know last year they did some concerts there, and so it was a nice thing. I don't think there was a charge. I think it was you could give some a donation if you chose to, but it was just a nice place to sit and um, just enjoy and contemplate things. Yeah. So she might enjoy that. There's also nearby there is the Brookhaven Post Morrow property and that is I think down Beaver Dam Road in Belport and it's a peaceful little area uh, you can walk down and they do have a building there but I don't know if there's really anything in there um, but you walk down to the water and follow the trail along there is a little dock um, it's just a nice place and uh, it's peaceful and along those lines also is on Brook Street and I'm not sure if it's Sable or West Sable uh, Audubon is there, and they do have a nature center, but I don't know about their hours when, when they're open. But um, that too, there was we went there for some kind of festival, and it was not a big festival; it was small. But mm. it's also a nice place to explore. Yeah, more trails there also. I know and there's a nature center also in East Islip. Yes, um, I went to elementary school around the corner so we used to walk there for field trips okay and I remember that too so like it all comes back to it you know making memories in nature the library does have a booklet and we update it every year of places to visit uh, all different kinds of places those we that can are share free. that on our new landing mm -hmm. page and we will yes <laughs> as far as farms there mm -hmm. is the Holtzville ecology site again with injured wildlife that can't be returned to the wild and, um, and our chicks. And, oh, no, no, not oh, the no, they I'm went, sorry. And, that's a Suffolk, Suffolk County farm. County farm? Yeah. And then so that was the next one I was going to mention was Suffolk County. Yes, yeah. where our, our chicks always go. Mm -hmm. I thought of a couple things as you were speaking, Erin. The Arboretum is in There's so Great many, River. right? It's oh, crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Arboretum's great. That is, uh, these places you do have to pay for parking, mm -hmm. but you can get the passes. The Empire Pass is for state parks. Um, Which and, we also have the, here. They yeah, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. you can borrow one. And the Empire Green Pass. Card, I think, is for county parks. Mm -hmm. But as far as county, you have Connecticut <laughs> County Park. <laughs> uh, that has a fish hatchery, and I think yeah. you mentioned that um, Cold Spring Harbor. Yeah, Cold yeah. Spring yeah. Harbor fish hatchery. Yeah. And we have you've got passes for that. Yeah, that right. Yeah. Can I ask a, a dumb question? What is a fish hatchery? Is it literally are there like fish eggs there? Yeah. Like baby fish? Yeah. Yes. Just hatching all year. We recently went to Connecticut, mm -hmm. and they have their hatchery. We did not walk to it, but um, and the woman told us where they take then the fish. Um, they stock some of the lakes, and oh. I know there are lakes here in Patchogue. I don't know where they get the, the DEC stock the lakes. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, and they bring them here. Huh. How about that? So, yep. It's cool. Who knew? I mean, probably a lot of people, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, pretty much everyone but you, though. <laughs> oh, not at all. That's, That's no. what we're here for. We're yeah. here to learn. Yeah. It works for me. Yeah, there's so many places from, from one end of the island to the other. Yeah, you know, truly. You could throw a rock and discover something mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. So. Can I mention some historic places? Sure. Please. Um, I'm yes. with the Greater Patchogue Historical Society, so uh, we do have a museum here. It's in the lower level of the Carnegie Library, of the Patchogue Medford Library, and uh, it's it's a pretty neat space. Check Is that out. by appointment only? So. They, have, they have specific hours for the museum, Yeah, we're right? open Fridays and Saturdays, 12 to 3. Okay. So, and it's also available if somebody wants to call us, we can set up an appointment. Oh, cool. Sometimes we'll have a scout group. I 
I know that groups from the library have gone down, so we can arrange something, but those are our set hours. It's a very cool space. It is. It's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the Historical Society manages the Swan River Schoolhouse. Mm. It's from 1858, and it is on Row Avenue in East Patchogue. It is presently going under, uh, having renovations done. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, they're going under. <laughs> Filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> And um, that is uh, being worked on now. They tell us it's going to be done by July, but I'm not sure. How long was it used as a a schoolhouse? It was used through the 30s, I believe. Wow. Yeah. And then um, it was closed, and it was reopened in the 60s as a town of Brookhaven Museum. Town Mm. of Brookhaven actually owns it. I'm not sure how long the museum lasted, and now it... It reverted back to a schoolhouse, mm. and the Historical Society opens it for Sundays in the summer wow. um, from, like, 1 to 4, and we have open houses so that people can check it out. A lot of people uh, reminisce. They remember an older lady, uh, a neighbor, uh, would go and stock the fire and mm. keep it warm because a lot of children waited there for their bus oh, wow. uh, in the winter months. So huh. uh, they have fond memories of that. And it was also used as a voting place. But um, as far as the school, it was, I believe, through it into the That's 30s. Cool. Wow. My grandfather actually went to a one-room schoolhouse, right? and his wow. job was doing the fire. Uh-huh. So I didn't get to meet that old lady, but... Um, but I've been there a couple yeah. of times, and it's really cool. That it's just cool. to sit there and think, like, wow, like all these different grades and the one teacher, like, mm-hmm. divvying up her attention. Like, that's, that's a lot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's very children cool. Children love to yeah. think about the olden days. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's correct. It's a new yeah. place. Yeah. My children think I'm from the olden days. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of are, though. I know. Comparatively I, speaking. My birthday But geologically year. speaking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. According, you know, comparatively to the universe. Specs. <laughs> yes. Um, no, our birth years start with a 19. So yeah, right. automatically the olden yeah. days. Makes us. Yeah. Let me see. The Ice Up Grange is on Broadway in uh, Sayville, and that has some old buildings. There's Meadowcroft in in Bayport. There's a big, I guess it's like a mansion. Uh, it was a cousin of Teddy Roosevelt's. Wait, what's this uh, one? It's Meadowcroft. It's an old house. Cool. There, and they've got a lot of property. And there's trails there, too. We've walked, and uh, that takes you up by the lake. It's just south of Sunrise, I guess, in Sayville. And you can so. go in the house? Yes, and I think they're open. The Bayport Blue Point Heritage Association manages that, and that's open, I think, every weekend in the summer. So you can take tours there. Get ready, kids. Get ready to go to an old house. Love it. Love that, yeah. And right here in Patchogue, um, Weeks Yacht Yard is an old, the oldest, I guess, uh, boat yards. And um, Mr. Kevin Weeks has done a program there, a couple of programs, I guess. And he has said that he's got some picnic tables there at the dock, and uh, people are welcome to come and check it out. Um, Of course, we would want to be well-behaved and just (laughs) clean up our uh, Mm -hmm. whatever we come and eat or whatever you bring in, you bring out, right? That's right, yeah. Leave it the way you came to it, right? Yep. Yep. And that's a beautiful place. It has a beautiful view of the river. You can see all the boats. And nice. it's just very nice. Yeah. Where was that Perfect. one? That's right on River Avenue. You um, enter through on River Avenue by Week Street mm-hmm. and drive in the back there. Yeah. And uh, his office is in the front. So, um, But there's a lot of people coming and going there. And 
it's just really very nice. Yeah, and so Beautiful local. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think that's the beauty of it is like, we mentioned a lot of things, but most of them are fairly close, you know, and that makes a big difference yeah, when you're trying to you plan a day. Yeah, you kind of pass by on the way from one errand to another. Right. Like just always rushing somewhere. You don't yeah. always take notice of right. all these little places. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you find yourself on a nice sunny afternoon in the summer, like, hey, let's yeah, go. Let's, let's go, go somewhere. Let's go something out. Yeah. yeah. I know. It always used to blow my mind that people would come here and, like, vacation here. And I'd be like, why are you actively choosing to vacation here? And then I was like, I'm getting older. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, yeah. there's so many things here. So many ways to decompress. Yes. De- stress mm-hmm. and one with nature yes mm-hmm. enjoy the benefits <laughs> thank you so much for putting this list together yes Allison. you're welcome seriously but we share do the all same of these things resources all time. online so that you can download the list from home mm-hmm. if you want you can come in and talk to allison about any of these great places endless source of fantastic information and we're so lucky to have you truly <laughs> truly thank you this is fantastic yeah it's really great. great listeners you should see all her notes she has a lot of notes she is truly the expert in these things well we really only touched on it but um there is so yeah, much there is don't There's worry you'll so be back many, but hopefully some people will come in and they'll talk to you about more locations mm-hmm. and like I said, we'll get, get all that information to me, and I'll put it up online. And, and we always have a learn checklist. from our patrons also. Yeah. Right. Yep. Go places. Or, do you know about this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. Thank you so thank, much, Allison. Thank you for having me. Another Enjoy episode. your summer. Another episode comes to a close. Oh, man. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Soundstripe.com and Avocado Junkie for providing the music used in this podcast. Soundstripe has the perfect music for your project. Visit Soundstripe.com today for the best in royalty-free music.